Welcome to the Wellness Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Locke, and my goal is to help you help yourself unlock your full potential for receiving abundance and success. Every Monday, jumpstart your week by empowering yourself with knowledge and advice about wellness and personal growth, biohacking and habit stacking, manifestation and nervous system regulation, and so much more. And remember that slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Wellness is a lifestyle and a movement to create a world full of people who feel safe, strong, and loved. And practicing good wellness habits can have a ripple effect on those you surround yourself with. So with that, let's create waves. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been quite some time since we last chatted. I know I was a little bit MIA for the past month or so, and I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry because you girl needed a break. I needed some rest. I even tried to record an episode on, I was going to talk about setting intentions for the new year. Uh, That was like, I don't know, the second week of December probably. And it just felt so forced and really uncomfortable. I was at my parents' house and didn't have the usual setup that I have. I was using my dad's mic and it just, everything, it was not aligning. Like there wasn't really a good time for me to have quiet time space to myself. And I honestly was dealing with a lot of very confusing and conflicting energy last month about my living situation and just kind of like what I want with my future, what I want that to look like. And I, I've always put a lot of pressure on myself to like know what's next and to, to have a vision at heart. I would say that I'm a visionary. That's my dharma here. I, I have that kind of like expansive view of what the future looks like which is a really beautiful, wonderful thing. However, it can sometimes snap me out of the present and draw me away from what really matters in the here and now. You know what I mean? I honestly feel like I had a lot of really big breakthroughs last month about choosing myself, about how things don't always have to be so dramatic. In my life, I feel like every time I've made a change, it's accompanied with this drama, this dramatic shift and this overhaul of what was for what shall be or what will be. And I think that we can move much more gently through space like that. We don't have to change things so aggressively. And I think I talked about this in one of my latest episodes about, um, just like meditation, or I don't really remember where I talked about it. Maybe it was on Instagram, but just about how um, meditation is not about aggressively jerking our attention back to our focal point, whether it's our breath or God or, you know, the body, whatever it may be. It's about noticing and then really soothingly and calmly pulling the attention back to where we want it to be. So that's kind of my my main intention for 2023 is just like not jerking around so aggressively and moving slowly. I mean, I frequently talk about, you know, this proverb we could call it of slowly is the fastest way to get to where we want to be. And that really resonates with me in my life. And I know that not everybody is kind of on the same wavelength. I've actually been learning a lot about Ayurvedic medicine recently And so it makes a lot of sense to me that slowly is the fastest way to get to where we want to be. It would resonate so deeply because I'm a Vita, um, or no, sorry, Vata Pita 
Pitta, Vata Pitta, that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> vata Pitta composition. So there are three doshas, and there's Vata Pitta and Kapha. Um, and I'm the weakest in Kapha, which is this like slow, heavy, grounded earth and water elemental dosha. So <laughs> it makes sense that I would need a little bit more of that in my life. And that's why this phrase this and this concept of moving slowly through the world resonates with me so much because I I know a lot of us experience this stress of like feeling like we always have somewhere to be and that there's never enough time but there's so much time you know you've got it all so just ah, take a deep breath it's all gonna be okay <laughs> anyways I'm here to spill the tea I am currently drinking some good old-fashioned H2O, you guys. Highly recommend you go grab yourself a glass if you're going to be sitting and listening to this episode for a while. I just took some supplements. Um, Lately, I've been taking thyroxyl, which is thyroid support, a B-complex vitamin because cis has some trouble methylating, (laughs) and... um, also everyday stress which is got it's got like l-theanine and i think there's ashwagandha in there and some other like anxiety reducing dealios and of course my seed probiotic i didn't take that just now though i was just taking like the main the the really hefty ones which i'm certainly by no means telling you to to go start popping vitamins left and right you should definitely go see a practitioner and get either some lab work done or um, bioenergetic reading testing done before you start taking new supplements. Um, Unless you just like know your body really well, I guess all I'm saying is I'm not a doctor and this is just a disclaimer. (laughs) Be careful. Just goes back to the Ayurveda teachings of if, you know, we want everything to be in balance and it if we have too much or too little of one of these three doshas, then that can can do us more harm than good. And that's when we start to see illness and disease and all of that jazz. But anyways, that's the tea for today. I am feeling really invigorated. I definitely needed to rest last month and take some time to just like I I did a lot. I made a lot of art, which was wonderful, like lots of painting and procreate. And I spent time with family. I went to the beach, spent time at my parents' house. So it was away from my current apartment with my partner. So that definitely gave me some space to see things from a different perspective because to be honest, I've been feeling really isolated here in the town that I'm currently living in. And it's really confusing because on one hand, I'm like, I need to go and take advantage of the bigger city and, you know, feel more inspired there and have my community there. But then I do come back now that I'm back home, as in like, you know, the town that I'm currently living in. And I really love being in my space here and I love the solitude in a way. I don't know. I it's really interesting having been learning about ayurvedic medicine more because I'm just seeing how that vata and pitta together create this like confusing 
juxtaposition and tension and I feel so back and forth on a lot of things but it's like starting to really make sense why that is and I feel like the more that I can lean into that the easier it will be for me to navigate kind of how I'm feeling and what my body needs in the moment but like I said I'm back and I'm feeling really inspired and excited to you know just for what 2023 has in store oh yeah hey it's 2023 we're in a new year it's a little weird to me because I don't know about you guys, but it's kind of felt like it's been 2023 for months now. Year, the changing of years, I, I used to like see it as this big exciting thing because I, I've always loved intention setting and goal setting, but now I do that so frequently, like at the start of months and at the start of weeks even and at the start of days. I mean, shit, that it's just kind of like another day. Um, not to say that I don't love the, like the reset and the reflection, because it does give you this beautiful opportunity to really collect all of your thoughts and reflect on the, the momentum and the periods of stagnation and the ups and downs and highs and lows of the previous year from a more like zoomed out scale. For me, having done my monthly resets, which I've been doing every month since July, where I really like take some time to set intentions and reflect and um, look at my finances and create like a vision board and a reflection mood board type thing, doing all of that and having it all in one place, I think was really helpful for me when it came to doing the whole year reset. I will say, though, I think the New Year's resolutions in general are a little overrated or maybe overrated. It's not the right word, but they're taken advantage of. They're kind of abused. You know what I mean? Because there are people who don't think about intentions all year and then they decide, oh, this year I'm going to lose 15 pounds or I'm going to finally complete that project I've been working on or I'm finally going to quit my job and start this business or I'm going to eat healthy and blah 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 I definitely used to be that person especially when I was younger and I mean was still figuring out the world and life I mean I'm I'm still figuring out the world and life but when I was even more confused and lost than I am now um you know it like set these ridiculous ideas and like ambitions for myself which is good that like I was ambitious and I wanted to accomplish things but then come the end of the year you know what had I done there what had I actually made progress on and that's not to say you need to like check every single box of your resolutions um or like even complete the goals but as long as you've made like substantial progress towards them and you can measure that and keep track of that Um, that's super amazing and awesome. I feel like that's what I did last year. Whereas like I didn't necessarily achieve every single goal, but I definitely made, took big steps towards it. Whereas in the past it would just be like, oh, here comes another end of the year. And I have done like absolutely zip shit nada with, uh, with those goals or intentions. So basically, these resolutions don't mean anything if you're not creating systems for you to actually manifest those goals. Does that make sense? Anyways, that's not really what this episode is about. I'm 
certainly happy to talk about that more in the future. That's, as I said, that was what one of my December episodes was going to be on, but it just didn't happen. So here we are. But before we dive into this like new character avatar acquisition (laughs) kind of vibe, which I do think I will talk about in the next couple weeks. I would love to spend some time with you guys reflecting on my biggest mindset shifts of 2022 because let me tell you guys, there were quite a few of them. I felt like I grew so much more than I have ever. And the cool thing is I feel like I say that every single year and I hope that I just continue feeling that more and more each year where I'm just like wow I just expanded and shifted and blew everybody's minds blew my own mind I don't know if I blew everybody else's minds but whatever not the point (laughs) I feel like overall I just got a lot better at recognizing when I need to take action and when I need to take rest even thinking about last month and how I took a break from the podcast and just slowed down a lot more than I had the whole year It was really effective for me and also I really don't want this podcast to ever come from a place that is like a forced desperation energy. There's a difference between being disciplined and pushing through some stagnant energy and then forcing yourself to do things when your body and mind and spirit are just saying now is not the time. Take a take a chill pill. But with all that slowing down, like I said, I was able to do some serious reflection. So now I am here with the big old list. I narrowed it down to nine shifts and or lessons because nine symbolizes the highest achievement in any specific endeavor. Nine is known by the ancient Greeks as the horizon. It represents that which encloses or binds the essential elements into a whole. So nine is a very powerful number in sacred geometry. So I feel like it's fitting for this episode. You know, a year representing a completion of a cycle around the sun. I'm going to try my best to share these in the order that I feel I learned them and give a little bit of context I guess I I might not do that for every single one because honestly it could probably get really this episode could get really long if I did that but I'm we're just gonna chat have a little vibe session maybe you'll resonate with some of these things maybe you won't um that's okay because this is at the end of the day my journey and not yours (laughs) and what works for me and resonates with me might not align with you and I don't think that that's a reason to not listen to what I have to say because I think like one of the most powerful things that we can do for ourselves is just consume different perspectives and different knowledge to widen our vision of everything. (laughs) Gives us a lot more empathy and helps us just be more well-rounded humans, I think. Okay, all right, so shift and or lesson, however you want to look at it. Number one, it's okay to grow apart from people, places, and things. Sometimes the only way to push past your ceiling is to cut ties with the energies that are holding you back. My mom has always 
said this quote. I'm not sure where she got it, but I know it's a thing. Friends for a reason, friends for a season, and friends for a lifetime. And I, I mean, I've lost a lot of friends over the course of my life. I think most of us have. It's just kind of the natural progression of things. But this saying that my mom always likes to remind me of really hit differently this year because I had a big friend group um, that I thought were going to be, I thought they were going to be my life for much longer than they were. And, you know, I really hope the best for all of them. I am not going to like go into the details of what happened. However, I think it was really necessary, a necessary parting, we'll say, because um, we were all just going in different directions in life. And, you know, I'm not going to say that it was the cleanest parting. I like to refer to it as my friend Exodus, which, (laughs) you know, I don't know if that's really a nice thing to say, but that's kind of what happened. Um, and I felt like I, uh, since then have really grown a lot in my personal health and wellness and my mindset. Um, sometimes you might not realize how much people around you are weighing you down until you get a chance to step away from it. That's what happened in my situation. There's this saying that you are basically the average of the five people you spend time the most time with and when you're surrounding yourself with people whose sense of humor is rooted in trauma and they're always saying really negative things about themselves and the world and they have this really limiting perspective of everything around them and of certain people and have like just a hateful attitude towards life that is going to imprint itself on your psyche whether you realize it or not and it's going to start affecting the way you see things it's going to be like a putting on a pair of sunglasses of tinted sunglasses right and it's going to tint the world in a way that is not going to best serve you so as we get deeper into this new year i really challenge you you to look at the people that you're surrounding yourself with and ask yourself, am I spending time with this person just because it's convenient or are they actually adding value to my life or on the other end of the scale, are they actually like doing a lot of harm and I'm just letting it slide because that's what I think I'm worthy of. Because a lot of us spend time with people and like allow people to treat us certain ways or allow people to treat themselves certain ways in your presence because we believe that's what we deserve. What is the quote? Isn't it like the fault in our stars? It's we accept the love we think we deserve. Hold on. I have to figure out where that's from. No, the perks of being a wallflower. Close enough. For real though, both perks of being a wallflower and the fault in our stars are phenomenal books and films. And I miss my young adult fiction days dearly. You know, I kind of want to read a YA fiction book now. Okay, I'm getting sidetracked. Also, this doesn't just apply to friends. It can apply to romantic relationships, co-working situations or bosses, family members. The point is like if you're surrounding yourself with energy that is not uplifting you, then what are you doing? Also, I want to clarify this by no means entails that you can't spend time with people who have different views than you or see things a different way. I actually encourage you to hang out with people like that. However, if people are 
belittling you or making you feel stupid or small because you see things differently than they are than they do then that's a red flag and take a step back really ask yourself if that's the kind of energy that you want in your life okay mindset shift number two desperation is the greatest block preventing you from manifesting your goals this one hit me really hard when I when it clicked. I'm sure that I had heard this in the past, but it didn't really, you know, stab me in like a knife in my soul until I'd been dealing with this is probably GMI, but I don't care. But I had this like cyst on my tailbone and it really freaking was I mean, I, I wouldn't say it was like excruciatingly painful, but it freaked me out because I kept reading things online that were saying that like it wasn't going to go away and I was going to have to get some horrible surgery where they like cut me open and like, you know, didn't stitch it back up because that's the only way it could heal. Anyways, that's gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it did go away. Eventually. It took a long time. But back to the the lesson I was going through that and I was having like severe anxiety about it because like I said I had been looking at stuff on YouTube and images on Google and it literally made me want to vomit highly don't recommend you look up pineidal cysts but if that is (laughs) something you're interested in then go for it I guess but around this time I came across a YouTube video by Lynette Adkins, who is an awesome creator. And she had this video called Stop Forcing Things to Work Out. And she talks a lot about desperation energy and how it's getting in your way. And it just snapped right into place like a puzzle piece. I was like, oh my God, like this is literally what's been holding me back from everything. I had been putting in all this work, doing all this shadow work and meditating and healing and And I just felt like nothing was going the way that I wanted it to in terms of my my like business and just all of the, you know, like social media and that kind of stuff. And that like that lesson has just come up so much throughout this year of just feeling like this pit, like pit in my stomach desperation for things to work out. And that's that's the thing holding us back, girlies, like let it go, because as as soon as you stop forcing things, that's when you can really start flowing, like letting your energy move through the world. And it's important to remember, too, that what is meant for you is not going to pass you it's going to keep coming back to you until you finally take the steps to reach out for it but I mean it does require some aligned action and that's where it's like really important to find that balance between acting and moving towards a goal but again like flowing towards a goal and not desperately like chasing a goal if that makes sense I feel like I've existed in this energy for a lot of my life like in so many different areas whether it comes to my health or my academic slash career or relationships or like money or um, friends, like literally every area of my life because I just feel like this attachment uh, and I, I mean like I'm an anxious attach, I have an anxious attachment style. So it makes sense that I would be stuck in this desperation energy. But the awareness that that's where you're at is really the first step towards moving out of it. And I'm telling you guys, when when you can actually let it go and stop feeling so obsessed with whatever it is you want, that's when those desires are going to actually have the space to come into your life. Capiche? Cool. 
Number three, when you feel a visceral reaction in your body, pause and analyze before acting on impulse. Now, I won't lie, this one can be kind of tricky because you don't want to analyze to the point where you drive yourself insane and sometimes things just really aren't meant to be understood or analyzed. But what you can do is analyze what emotion or what like trigger that feeling is stemming from and that allows you to take a step back into the present moment and realize that it's a fleeting passing feeling and that maybe you felt it before maybe you haven't felt it before and in that case I think it's best to trust that your body mind and spirit know what they're doing and they are working things out in the way that they best know how in the meantime what's important is that you support your health and your body in the ways that you know how and again work on cultivating that mindset that that your body is so powerful and that you can heal and you can get better and balanced people are doing crazy like ordinary people are doing these crazy insane things every single day they're healing from from illnesses that doctors have told them are uncurable right this mindset shift or lesson I think has been really helpful for me in terms of my relationships with other people because I've always just been very fiery and quick to irritation or anger or anxiety which doesn't do anyone any good right so I've been learning to just take some deep breaths and take a second call for a timeout if I need to and recognizing that a lot of the time when somebody is saying something that is triggering you, they're actually just projecting their own insecurities or their own fears or abandonment issues, right? For example, for me, like, obviously I'm working on having this podcast going and doing more on social media and creating content. And there have been adults in my life who don't really understand that and will tell me I need to get X job or do Y program or whatever. And that really triggers me because it feels to me like they don't believe in me. But the reality is they just don't believe in them their own selves enough to recognize that there are ways of living and of growing and having a successful career that don't look like the way they've been raised or they they grew up to understand it. Like the world is shifting and some people just don't realize that. We're all weighed down by subconscious programming. You can go listen to my last episode on why escaping the matrix isn't the answer because this kind of ties in here. But the the fact of the matter is we are really expansive beings who can do a lot more than society tells us we can so food for thought number four most entities in life are neutral it is your perspective that polarizes i've this lesson has popped up from multiple directions but the first time i can remember it really sinking in was my i was a part of this conscious singing program with my beautiful friend jennifer um, her Instagram is, let me find it, Indie Star 1111111. 
definitely check her out. That's I-N-D-E-E star 1111. Love her to death. Anyways, was doing this conscious singing program with her and another member of the program, um, Martine, was just gave me this really beautiful piece of insight because we all met together on Arabia Mountain near Atlanta for our final group class together. It was really beautiful. It was super crazy windy. It was a hilarious, fun time. Um, and we're just like singing off the side of the mountain while other people are looking at us like, what is going on? <laughs> but anyways, on our way up to the mountain, I was telling Martine about my fire ants situation. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you'll know that I am pretty severely allergic to fire ants and found that out about a year and a half ago while working at a summer camp for kit with kids as a camp counselor. But anyways, I was telling him about how it affected my relationship with nature and kind of created this fear in me and he just had the most beautiful piece of wisdom that I shouldn't see nature as something that's for me or against me it's just neutral so it's not like nature is out to get me or attack me but at the same time like it wasn't um necessarily there to like be the safe haven in the first place obviously our our connection to nature is super important as human beings there's more and more evidence coming out every day showing that it is very great for mental and physical well-being but at the same time there are dangers out in nature and that's just a part of being in an ecosystem we as much as we like to think we are the apex predator when we are in a lot of ways but that doesn't mean there are 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 not things that can hurt us so coming to this realization with the help of martine shout out martine um was really profound and again it's popped up in other areas of my life i actually have an episode where i talk about uh spell magic um like the use of language and realizing that most words that we use are completely neutral but we have given it some sort of like connotation or context that's uncomfortable like for example sacrifice might be one of those words settle is another big one people may question why you're settling into a relationship or you may even question if you're settling for somebody but settling to me sounds very grounding and very comfortable so why have we given it this negative connotation same with the word slow there is this negative connotation with being slow not being quick-witted or just taking longer to do things, slow equaling lethargic or lazy. So it's just important to take a step back when you like when you feel this this compulsion to associate something with a negative bias. I encourage you to kind of step back and look at the bigger picture and see if maybe there's another angle that you can look at it from to give you a wider perspective. And number five, the master proverb, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Obviously, I talk about this a lot on this podcast, how important it is for us to really take a step back and move through things with intention and with grace instead of rushing through everything because if we're always rushing through life we're going to miss the beautiful moments of peace and joy that are only found in the present moment so really take your time 
take your time eating, allow food to digest as you, as you uh, eat in community with friends or family. Slow down when you're making a decision. A lot of the time we feel pressured to decide on something really quickly and we end up overlooking some key some key contributing factors I don't know I think that this is something I really strive to do more of in my own life I feel like when I'm moving slowly that separates me from the rest of the world because everyone else is always moving so quickly like even today I went to my first yoga class in over a year and it was it was really wonderful but I found myself feeling so rushed through a lot of the poses and everyone else was keeping up and I just wanted to like sink into each each uh, inhale or exhale and each stretch or lengthening or contracting a little bit longer and like even after the class I was the last person left rolling up my mat and there will be times where I'll let limiting um, self-speak creep in and think to myself like oh this is why you never get anything done because you take so long to do everything and but honestly it's a really lovely way to live and I highly encourage you to do it I think all of us need to prioritize that slow living a little bit more in our life I think that's what's gonna honestly be what saves our planet like this this rat race is literally why our planet is struggling so much right now so take a deep breath slow down it's all good I actually first heard this saying from my dad who heard it from Andre de Shields who played Hermes in Hadestown I think he said it in his his speech um as he after he retired um and this was the three cardinal rules of sustainability and longevity one was surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming two slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be and three the top of the mountain is the bottom of the next so keep climbing I love that so much my dad shared that with me um and it stuck it really stuck so yeah fun fact I did not come up with that phrase (laughs) sorry if that's a disappointment to you number six the desire for growth is only effective when rooted in enjoyment of the present. This is a concept that I also keep coming back to a lot because in this new age healing landscape, we're constantly hearing this jargon and different practitioners saying things to you about your healing journey and how you are always healing and how, you know, this journey never ends and whatever. And while the, I do think that's true to an extent, I think just being a physical corporeal blob in this world, we're constantly being bombarded with obstacles and challenges in our physical environment, and those can leave behind uh, painful energies, I guess you could say. However... If you're so stuck on this idea of healing and getting better that you're unable to feel good in the present moment, it's time to take a step back and reevaluate how healing looks to you, what that looks like to you. Because for me, over time, I've realized that healing means 
accepting that there are things I might not be able to change about myself right in this present moment, but that it can happen down the road maybe. But right now, I'm just happy being who I am. And I get to choose how I show up. And by showing up and believing that I can be whatever I want to be, I call that into my life. And it just naturally gets attracted to me. And that pretty seamlessly flows into number seven, which is the outcome doesn't matter if you aren't having fun in the process. If I've learned anything during my time on earth, it's that life is about learning how to have fun. And if you're not having fun, like what's the point? Because things, I don't know, everything just feels so much better when you're playing and enjoying yourself. And it doesn't mean life will always be perfect. But if you can laugh about things and not take everything so seriously, it really takes so much weight and pressure off of every single circumstance that nothing feels too overwhelming or too scary or like too intensive a cliff face that you'll never be able to get to the top because you have shifted your mindset to seeing it as a game to conquer or as like a video game to reach the next level in instead of some treacherous climb to a place that doesn't even really exist like there's no there's no top it's like that quote I was just saying from from Andres uh, or Andre Shields, who says that you know once you get to the top of this mountain there's gonna be another one to climb so just keep going but that's kind of a an intense visual image so instead you can look at it as like there's a, a mountain to climb but then you get to sled down and ski down for a bit and it's fun and then you climb back up the mountain again I think that feels a little better to me Number eight, if you don't hold yourself accountable, the universe will, and it won't necessarily be comfortable. Mm. Yeah, I have had issues in my life where I attempt to set boundaries within my own personal world or with other people. And then when I, when myself or other people step over those boundaries, I let it slide and I'm unable to respect myself in that sense, or I have been in the past. No more, friends. There have been several examples of this in my life, like with friends and relationships, toxic people, to the point where the universe quite aggressively rips them out of my life in a way that's that hurts and leaves heartbreak behind. Also with substance abuse to the point where I start having anxiety or panic attacks or other physical health problems because I haven't been able to set those limitations. With this feeling that I can't rely on other people, so I have to rely on myself all the time, but then I'm put in situations where I'm forced to rely on other people because there's no other option, whether it be like a health issue or not having a car etc etc so this might not be what some of you want to hear but if you make a decision and set a boundary you need to respect yourself enough to follow through with that because think about if you are working a job a nine to five and a boss has sends you gives you a deadline and tells you you have to have this in by this date or there's going to be a problem 
you would get that in by the deadline, right? Unless you want to lose your job, but I'm sure that you don't. And it should be the same kind of relationship with yourself, not in a fear-based relationship, um, but from the sense of like, I have this obligation to fulfill and I know that if I fulfill the obligation, it will serve me. So like whether that be eating well or exercising five times a week, uh, going to bed early without your phone, setting those boundaries for yourself is, and then following through with them is really key to reaching your goals and, and following through with those systems that you've set for yourself. So I really encourage you to treat yourself the way you would treat an authority figure, the way you would treat anyone else who you hold a lot of admiration and respect for. Last but not least, number nine, it's okay to not know what you want, but it's important to make decisions. You are allowed to change your mind. My partner actually helped me come to this realization because I've been going so back and forth on where I want to live and what I want to do career-wise that it leaves me stuck in this limbo state of not making a decision. And then where is that going to get me? Nowhere. I'm just stuck in a limbo state. It's like Squidward when he's in the like alone, 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 alone. You know, if you know, you know. Um, I think remembering that nothing is permanent and that we're allowed to make changes whenever is so important for us to internalize so that we can take steps forward and take that aligned action and make that move, make that decision so that we can grow and expand in our careers, in our relationships, in our families, whatever you want to make make uh, strides in. As you move into 2023, set some non-negotiables for yourself when it comes to achieving your goals and make sure that they're realistic enough that you can actually feasibly attain them so that every time you hit that mark, you get that boost of dopamine, you get that neural connectivity reinforcement and you prove to yourself that you can do this and you can trust yourself to live up to your your expectations because you can you absolutely can I believe in you and deep down you believe in you too you just need to let that come to the surface and wipe away all of these you know bs limiting situations that are holding you back let go of those toxic friends let go of that need to be so serious all the time let go of that desperation hold on to the fun hold on to being in the present moment Hold on to that neutrality of everything. It will serve you. I promise. I believe in you. I believe in me. You believe in you. Let's just believe in everybody. Let's believe in this world. There's so much doubt going around circulating the world right now. So much fear. So much just feelings that things are not going to get better. And right now, more than ever, we all need to grab hold real tight of the belief that that things are going to get better that we're going to make it and you know no matter what area of life you're concerned about it's going to get better okay so hold on to those thoughts for me and I hope you have a beautiful wonderful rest of your week and that the year is starting off very well for you 
that you have good feelings about the next couple months and years to come. While I have you, I am back on TikTok and Instagram. Well, I've been on Instagram, but I'm back on my TikTok and Instagram grind. Back to posting short form video content. Go check that out at Sock Sounds on both platforms. Also, my website should be up any day now. So stay tuned. If you listen all the way to the end, thank you so, so much. You have no idea how much it means to me. I am just so grateful for my small but mighty community here. And I, I, I just got to say, got a feeling big things are in store for this year. So for both me and you. Okay. Well, I will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Thank you so much for joining me this week in the safe space of the Wellness Wave podcast. If you would like to support me and my show, I would be so grateful if you left a Spotify or iTunes review, followed me on my social channels at Sock Sounds or at the Wellness Wave pod, or shared with a friend or family member who you know would infinitely benefit from listening. Until next Monday, have a beautiful week with the intention of creating waves.